You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chris, you need get on your mic, Chris. Turn your mic on. Can you do the intro? <laughs> Chris said, absolutely not. You will not catch me. I don't know. I'm sure he so said sorry. what's up before. Get out of no, here, Chris. He's never, he's he never, never said no, what's up, 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 Yes. <laughs> There's also a dog. You know I love a good roo roo. I love a good roo roo. Okay, now remind me what he roof. say now. Now I'm supposed to say. Uh, I thought that was it. No, I, then, I thought that was, that was you. Me. That was good. Then the official part. That was good. This is off book. I'm going to use, use that. Sponsored by Broadway, Broadway Black. Get ready to hit your mark. There, you there we go. Do, so. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, and he deserves to be away right now. Yes. Just to, just to Captain chill. Captain Lightskin is a taking bit. a light skin day off, doing whatever <laughs> light skin niggas do on their day off. They get mani pedis. Oh, they Lord. drink celery juice. What else do light skin niggas do? Juice. Um, Talk about their feelings. Talk about their feelings. That. Gaslight people. Uh-huh. Uh, take lots of <laughs> selfies with puckered lips. Puckered lips. Very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Squinted eyes. They get yes. their brows waxed. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. else they do? They go to brunch. <laughs> yes, they do. Light skin niggas boots. love brunch. Uh-huh. What it's else the truth, they do? It's the truth about us, they probably play John B. and like other light skin nigga music. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Drake. Drake. Uh-huh. 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 They do mm-hmm. love in the feelings. Mm-hmm. Very that. Are we using the gender neutral for niggas? Are we using just like niggas? Is like negative. How do you? It's 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 Danye's It's always negative. been gender neutral for me. Okay, yes, I mean, yes gender, gender neutral. Okay, then, it's then always I'll, been gender neutral for me. Then I will myself yes. and talk about the things yes. that I do that are light skin nigga shit. Light skin nigga yes. shit. I love all my wow. niggas. Be very clear. Okay, yes. good night. You already know. You already know. <laughs> I love. <laughs> okay, can we introduce ourselves? That was funny, Chris. <laughs> Chris got it. I got Chris on that one. Oh Chris my god. It. You already know. I love it. Chris. And that's actually from Stop. Big Frida, Queen Diva. One more time. Shout out. You already know. 
Thank go you. through. Good things I'll coming through. Good old balance. You know. That good old balance, you know. Baby. Yes, go on. Yes, go on. I'm going to see. I have to keep. Also, Don't get introduced yourself. I'm going to go There was some delicious melanin happening. I mean, listen. Listen. This is the dark This is the dark season for the light-skinned folks. We're, t- we're, we're fading away. Like, the dark season for the light-skinned folks. Send us your love and prayers. Like, we're in dark times. But I'm just so inspired, like. By all this it's chocolate, I'm like, oh yes, Ghirardelli of it all. It's oh hilarious. God. And you know what? I forgot we we forgot to do after huh? it said get ready to hit on marks. We also introduce ourselves. I kept ourselves. saying it, y'all was so oh, loud. I said, I can we introduce ourselves? And you already knowing. To introduce so who yourself. Are you? Who are you? I, I am Danye <laughs> R. Love. Oh, oh, she got right into her. Yeah, voice. she did. She dropped. <laughs> yes. no. Let me drop. No. Come through. Too much. Yes. I you am Princess Ambrimon. Yes, and we have a guest. And our guest. Yeah. We need a, what we got? Claps, applause. We got, uh, we got, we got a, a funk master flex bomb. Oh, go oh, ahead. Hey. Oh. Oh. Introduce yourself. You just exploded. Hey, y'all. Hey. It's Ianfield Stewart. They, them, she, her. The most basic bitch to come on this podcast. I but can't. hey, I'm I love how you said you such a basic bitch. I always say I'm so basic, y'all. I'm I mean, as listen, basic as they but come. Like, but like, listen, like, if I'm coming on a podcast sponsored by Broadway Lag, I am definitely the most basic of the guests y'all have had on. You know, Aww, like, no. truthfully. We probably had some more basic hoes on I here. could appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Probably. I appreciate that. No, I'm sorry. That was See, that, no shade. Lie to my light skin ego. Lie to my light skin That's ego. called affirmation. No yeah, shade. and truth. Yeah, 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 you are yeah. not the most basic. And truth. No, no. And so, so that uh, the folks can determine if they will, if you are, if you aren't basic. Basic, okay, because okay. I don't think you are. Oh, but why don't that. you share a little about yourself? Let the people know. Oh, okay. So, um, my number one love. I, I have a lot of different. I've basically three different platforms mm-hmm. for my work. Um, the first is as a performer, which is my number one love. Come I went through. to you know musical theater school or whatever. You know, got my little degree from these white people and mm-hmm. was super traumatized by them. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I better recover and like do soul work. Wow. So I had a therapist. Mm. Um, and then the so that's my kind of the, my number one love is as, as a performer. Um, and and the second platform, I think, is the one that I build for other people to stand on as a teaching artist, mm-hmm. as a community organizer. Um, and that comes through my work uh, right now. I'm uh, well. I am the founder of the Okra Project, which is an organization that hires black trans chefs to cook for black trans people in their homes. Mm -hmm. Um, And we say black and trans specifically because we ain't on that POC shit. Mm -hmm. No offense to, but like, nah, Mm -hmm. like when we say black, Mm -hmm. we mean black. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the third platform is like sort of as a director, a writer, um, and a choreographer. Uh, I'm currently working on a musical uh, with um, two little favorite whites, uh, Jonathan Brielle and Jeff Calhoun. Uh, and working on a musical about a lost um, intersex trans woman in the musical theater canon that not many people know or talk about. Mm, that oh, sounds wow. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so how long has that been kind of in development? Uh, we have gone to Goodspeed twice to kind of, uh, the first time was just literally we had um, like two weeks before we went to mm-hmm. Goodspeed. Um, we had met, we all like met. Uh, it was me, uh, Sam Salmon, Jeff, uh, Jonathan Brielle, and Jeff. Mm-hmm. And we all went to Goodspeed together. Like, we basically like met in a diner and we were like we want to tell this story and I was like I mean okay if I'm going to tell this story then I need to have like a black trans woman who's going to be a necessary vital and real part of this story that's not about trauma but about yeah. her joy and her living and her surviving and her being like a model and mm-hmm. they were like okay cool so I was like alright well I'll, sure I'll see what happens um, and so we went to Goodspeed 
spent two weeks there and then the next year we came back with like most of the with the first act like written with most of it like written and then finished it uh this year and now kind of we're going to be starting to go into like we had our first reading um and now we're going to be going into like going into like the 29 hour readings the workshops yes. all of that mm-hmm. so that's what we're kind of starting off doing the work doing the work girl a complicated woman mm. so go make sure off. you keep an eye out for it i would love to if you don't mind i remember um over the summer uh, you shook the theater, theater table a little bit. I did a with little a pose. Bit. I did. I did. Um, Would you mind sharing, or is that no, no, no? no. no. I'm absolutely happy to. Um, so uh, I was hired as the inaugural um, community outreach coordinator for um, Atlantic Theater Company. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've for for about for about actually a year and a half now. I've been doing. Uh, audience engagement work, community development work, kind of uh, Chi-Chi's work is sort of, like I get compared mm-hmm. to Chi-Chi a lot. Okay. Um, uh, and sort of in, as far as doing like audience and community development work. And so this was kind of the next step for me as far as like actually um, doing my work with a theater and right. really like mm-hmm. investing that kind of time and energy. And this was their inaugural program. Um, about, uh, Mm, I was there. I was there for a very short period of time. But um, essentially, the reason I left was because there was a play that was in their season that I was reading as a as to like. And my job was to kind of you know bring audiences in that had not been, you know, that had the theater had not seen before, mm-hmm. and uh, the play used. Uh, just had a character called Trans Nancy. Mm-hmm. Since since then, the character's name has changed. But the character was called Trans Nancy. Uh, the character was referred to as a faggot with a dick. Mm-hmm. The character was referred to, or nigga with a dick, a faggot with a dick, all of that. The character was told that, you know, if she wanted to seek, like, safety and refuge in um, a housing facility that she needed to cut her dick off because it was for women and mm. just like all of these like, incredibly like violent uh-huh. um, and narratives this which, show was written by a, a cis man a cis white passing man mm-hmm. um, and so I raised concerns about it and Good. was like, this is not a thing that I couldn't be, I can't like, pro- I cannot promote this show mm-hmm. in community. One, not only would it not be effective for y'all, mm-hmm. my my name would no longer mean anything and my name mm. means everything to me. So I'm not going to like put my name on this if I can't support it. A lot of things happened in between that, but essentially the result was that um, the ex- the artistic director and the managing director or what uh, the equivalent of the executive director in my mind um, just told me that... Um, that they would not entertain this conversation any further. Wow. They supported the artist 150%. And in every way, I was gaslit and like told that, you know, uh, oh, well, we're not telling you that you need to shut up. We just don't want to hear anything more about this. And I was like, so you're not saying the words shut up, but you are still... And so I sat in front of that white man and told him, you know, very clearly, I said, this is how institutional racism and transphobia repeats itself Mm -hmm. over and over again. This is like you are currently participating in the cycle of silencing a black woman when because we as black women come forward. We say this is fucked up. You pretend to hear us. You shut us down institutionally. And then either we are we quit or are fired. Mm -hmm. And then I was told that I needed to review the like like the my job description. And then and so since then, (laughs) since then, Atlantic has found a new position and that person uh, I is a is a fairly light-skinned <laughs> Puerto Rican man mm-hmm. or I think Puerto Rican I'm not sure a, Latin, a Latinx man mm-hmm. um, and that and so that's kind of like how and like that fits in completely with the narrative of like the play that I was interrogating ironically the playwright himself actually reached out to me once this post once that like I posted about this after quitting um, and the playwright reached out to me and like has since like hired me to come on and like consult for the piece. Damn. So it's like, what you look at? But, but the whole, but the whole thing, right, was that I was told that like 
they were supporting the artist 150% and so they would not let me meet with this person. So I had asked, like, can you at least let the playwright know that I have an issue? Can you let them know that something is going on? They told me no. And then the night that they told me that, the night before I quit, when I had said, I just need to know this is going to go somewhere. They actually did reach out to him and told him that I was, and I have all of this on, like, I have him telling me this all on, like, you know, recording, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, like, literally told told him that I was really coming at it from, like, a very angry point of view. Of course. And so <sighs> they didn't want, people. like, to expose him to me. <sighs> so they would have a conversation with me first and work that out. Oh and then, and then we would, like, revisit it. Then the next day told me that they didn't want to hear anything further about I'm this. I'm so tired of yeah. So I'm I, tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm sleeping. You know, so I think I'm that that, so I think that <laughs> for me, I think that that for me has informed a lot of my. Uh, one has been just incredibly traumatic and sort mm-hmm. of like been a reminder of like, ooh, this is like why it's so ironic because I think that I do so much advocacy work talking about. Um, the necessity of protecting performers and our right mm-hmm. to stories, but I think that this experience kind of made me realize that like you know while. Uh, it's a reminder for me of, you know, the fact that we are often told that the way to solve these issues, the way to do this work is to solve it from the inside, is mm-hmm. to go in mm-hmm. and solve there. And it just doesn't work mm-hmm. when institutions aren't ready for you. There are some institutions that I believe are ready for that work and are hungry for it. And I know the difference. Like, because it's not like, I like, listen, I was raised by white people. I have met my white quota. I know, I, I know <laughs> what that is, you know? Mm-hmm. I, it's not that I can't work with white people. It's that if you are going to tell me if you were going to refuse to let me do my job, there's no point in me moving forward with this organization or institution. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just at a place in my life where I can say, no, I don't really need to do that. And, you know, now she's booked and signing NDAs. So, you know, she good. She good. <laughs> she good. She I'm good. not worried. I'm not concerned. Yes. Well, I thank you, one, for um, using your voice, right? And like your thank advocacy you. and speaking up. And then I also thank you for understanding how important you are at the end of the day and saying, I have to remove myself from this. Mm-hmm. Cause some people would still be in that and not mm-hmm. like, should I stay? Should I go? I don't know. And you said at the end of the day, like this, my well being is the most important right now. And I'm not able to be here because it's toxic. Mm-hmm. So I thank you for both of those. Thank you. That shit is unhealthy. And then we be at home, can't sleep, can't eat. White people sleeping good. Okay. Eating veal chops. Exactly. Okay. We the ones, edges gone, sanity gone. Well, and had I stayed there much longer, you know that I would have been on every social media post. Mm-hmm. You know that I would have been at the front and center of like, oh, we have this mm-hmm. little black trans girl exploiting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not I'm it. Not, I'm not your mule. I'm not your, I'm not your token. I'm not your thing that you take out at every little picture. No, that's not me. All mm-hmm. these white people. You already know <laughs> that we don't get down like that. Chris, okay. I, think, <laughs> I think one day we need to record him just doing that so that can be a button that you just press. Here we go. We, okay. One, two. You already know. <laughs> I am so dead. <laughs> the way you counted yourself off. You really because did. Because I you had really to help. Did. You so are so people ready. Know. Help me. Thank Let's you. go. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, You're Danye, welcome. how was your week? Um, my week has been very great. Uh-huh. Um, I got to chill the like very first two days of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I actually uh, was back home in Philly. Cause, so what I do, whenever I start uh, rehearsals for a show, I go back home to Philly. I love that. To be with my people. I because I know that the work mm. is going to get real. Mm. So I want to go back and be with my core to remind myself of what that core is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was home and then I came back here. And Wednesday we started rehearsals for my new play. Hey, one and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gummar, now. And where is that play at? 
That play is through the new group, yes. and it will be at Signature Theater on 42nd Street. Uh-huh. What are those dates? What are those dates? Give us those dates. We are, first performance is November the 19th, yes. and we go all the way till June, not June. Uh, that's a that's run. I'm speaking into existence. Yes, God. The first performances are November the 19th, and we go until January the 12th. Okay. Um, And we have. That's still healthy. That's very healthy. And we have um, a discount code because we love a good discount code. Don't we love it? Okay. Um, And the disc. Yes. Chris over here. Chris over here got a little. Okay, he got tricks, tools, and games. The discount code is TIX25. T I X 2. Five awesome. to get your $25 ticket. Awesome. And now is that $25 through the entire run? $25 from uh, November 19th mm-hmm. until December 1st. Okay. And there's another code. Once I figure it out, I will let you motherfuckers know. Thank you. Um, but yeah, mm. so it has uh, been a very beautiful week. Um, my uh, actors, uh, Leland uh, Fowler, um, Jamil uh, Dubson, um, Edward Morete are all absolutely amazing. And they're doing phenomenal work. We've mm-hmm. only been in like day three or four. And my director is C.V. Walker Webb, and he is a literal genius. Like, he approaches the work uh, the way I approach the work, which is understanding that what we do as artists, especially uh, theatrical artists, is spiritual work, mm-hmm. is ancestral work, is holistic work. And he approaches it from that framework. And so we've just already cultivated a space where um, it's incredible softness in the room. Yeah. Um, there is grace in the room. There's the divine in the room. And we are just ready to um, get it on and get it popping. Awesome. Hey, and yesterday in Chicago, at the first floor theater mm-hmm. my place you're gonna wound yeah. had their first performance it was it was literally one of those like beautiful blessings where um i was like oh i want to go see this show but i can't see my show in chicago because i'm rehearsing a show in new york just say that again i can't go see my show in chicago because mm-hmm. right. i'm rehearsing my show in new york just right first now. world problem the blessing. just bougie the bitch I said, come on, God is God. And hi. And, hey. and God is good. Amen. Yes, indeedy. So yeah. that has been my week. Amen. And your husband went, right? Yes. Your Brandon husband. went. Hey, husband. Um, holding hey. it all the way down. Um, and I actually haven't had a chance to talk to him about it yet. Oh, because you're so booked and blessed. <laughs> He's so booked and blessed. Amen. When I get home tonight. We don't want to know. Okay. Okay. Uh, moving on. Hey. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Because you uh, already know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Ian, did yes. you do anything lovely or see anything lovely this week? Oh, um, I am currently performing in Of the Woman by Lily Houghton yes. at uh, Normal Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also directing a show at the same time uh, called, like. called God's Necklace by Morgan McAnally, uh, uh, which is at Moxie Arts. Um, Give the people dates so they can yes. see. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Of the Woman just extended. So you have until um, the 26th, I think Ooh. that's next Saturday, to um, come see of the woman um, for black folks who are going to be showing up know that this is like a play and, I, and this is fine for me to say like it is a play written by a white woman mm-hmm. that centers a lot of like white women issues mm-hmm. I think that my character like through my body and my being in in 
adds like layers that are interesting and uh, and adds like a point of view for us to access it. But I think it is important to name like you know because like whiteness is very triggering. So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just right there. come mm-hmm, come with mm-hmm. your coconut oil soul, just like lather it Understood. up. Yeah. And then um, God's Necklace is a piece about um, uh, South Sudanese refugees that I am directing, and I'm really proud of it. It's coming together really well. That show opens this Thursday and runs for the next two weeks after that. So I think that it's like. Ooh, I think there's like I think it goes into like the first week of November. I'm don't quote me on that, but I'll just look on my social media, y'all. It's mm-hmm. at the Free Activist. I'll tell y'all that. Yeah, and give us your social media so that people can look. Yeah, you at the Free Activist. The as in T H E Free as in what Black people need to be, and then actor and activist put together. Activist. Yes. Love it. And can you also tell the people? Um, about your week in terms of your nails. Oh, because they are giving me bye. what I need bye. right now. Bye. Yes. Bye. ASMR, ASMR, ASMR. And describe them. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going. We're giving a very, you know, a nice little stiletto because mm-hmm. I'm a black woman, mm-hmm. and then um, a nice little lavender yes. because for the show that I'm doing, I'm, pl- I'm playing a. The show is the uh, of the woman is about uh, four women who form a cult mm-hmm. in the basement of a free people, Love. and so I thought that this gave. <laughs> I think that I thought this gave enough like fun, respectable white woman, <laughs> <laughs> or like white aspiring woman um, that I was. And also check the toes match too. Yeah, get it to the toes. You know, darling. You Custom know, sensible. Yeah, so she keeps her nails done. Sensible. You know? Very that. That, that. Also, I w- listen, I need to say it for the audience, because I, w- I, I am a listener, and so I need to get, let y'all know, this nigga has such a nigga She's lead. She's talking about Chris. She's Chris talking about Chris. Chris. Such a nigga lead Chris right now. Chris stays on the nigga lead. Stays. The nigga lead is just whoop, Always. Right there. I'm loving it. Yes. yes. It's inspiring. I can't. Yes, really it's inspiring. This. One day, we have, to, we have to go live one day, so there's people we who just, need to. just yeah, watch Chris. But just Chris. They wouldn't give a fuck about us. they like, let me Chris. Yes. Hello. Put the camera back on. They Chris. still in my DMs about Chris. <laughs> okay. Chris is taken, ladies. No. Leave him alone. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Talk about your week. Uh, How what the hell week, did girl? I do? Miss uh, Princess. You know, I have to look at my calendar when I talk because I don't remember what I had for breakfast. Um, okay, <laughs> so hard. this week, Monday. Um, She's really looking at her calendar, I, y'all. I am because I don't know uh-huh. one day from the next. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> say that. Uh, my good friend, Christian Dante White, mm. shouts out to him, had Ooh, yes. a lovely Christmas, not Christmas, Jesus, we're not there yet. He had a birthday concert at yes. Green Room 42 um, that I, I didn't bully him into doing it, but he saw my one woman show last <laughs> year and I was like tag you're it and so I kind of forced him into doing his own one man concert situation um, and it was a dream he asked me to sing a song from Sunday in the Park with George <gasps> called Move On mm, that yes. he was like it's gonna be a moment let's do it and I was like okay oh god um, <laughs> and so I had been helping him put the show together helping him put his band together and kind of forgot that I also had to show up and Ooh. you know put on a good shoe so um, learned the song ran it with him and I was like oh yeah I think this is gonna be a moment and it was so beautiful oh, it was just so that. beautiful I love anytime you get to make music with your friends and have mm-hmm. a good time while you mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. it was such a moment and I I think I think sometimes we get in the habit of like do these concerts it's always a concert you always singing a song at a gala or doing something for somebody mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you don't always realize the impact it would have and Sunday in the Park with George is uh, you know typically a white people show mm-hmm. written by a white ass man mm-hmm. and the number of young black college students who popped in my DMs like thank you so much a role that I've always wanted to play that nobody will let me play mm. but seeing you play it you know gave me hope and faith and you know fuck the white man and it was so much of mm-hmm. that in my input 
box Amen. that really brought joy to my spirit because we so get bogged down by this mm-hmm. shit and Absolutely. the industry and the hierarchy of it all but you always have to remember that there are kids out there who need you to keep doing the work to keep pushing to keep pushing forward mm-hmm. to not give up and go back to Atlanta and work in a cubicle or go into dentistry <laughs> so thank you to everybody in my inbox and Christian's inbox because it was a beautiful night um, his good girlfriend Bette Midler showed up so I, to sing a good old song for Bette Midler and I'm because sorry because he did what? he did Hello Dolly the drop well, and the drop he, okay. but no he Bette is his good girlfriend and she came with David Hyde Pierce and they just have a little booth on the side and well there's always that I mean just living there's and, always and just, Beyonce you know okay, he did a good Beyonce medley I'm surprised Beyonce didn't show up uh-huh. she should have been there but it was a beautiful beautiful fucking night and congratulations to Christian Dante White because if you've ever had to do a one woman one man one anything by your mm-hmm. damn self that shit is hard yes it is and stressful and you regret it every day until you do it and <laughs> yes, then you're you still do. mad that you decided to <laughs> yes, do you it do. Yes, you do. <laughs> but shout out to Christian Dante White because you're awesome and I love you shout out and then the only other thing I did was oh yeah it was announced you know on the oh, thing that uh, the pre-Broadway slash Broadway transfer of Lempica mm-hmm. directed by Tony Award winner Rachel Chavkin um, that we are going to go to La Jolla and yes, do our pre-Broadway hey, hey. Yes, Eden Espinosa and I two women of the colors We'll be going to La Jolla in uh, March, April, and hopefully be coming back to Broadway in the fall. So we had to do, oh my God, we had to do one of those events where I was literally the only black person in the entire room. And so here's the gag. I Mm -hmm. was invited to that. I wish you would have gone! I wish you it was the first day of rehearsal. I was like, oh! It was so it was so funny because you never know what these things are gonna be. Mm-hmm. And it was it, first of all it was fucking beautiful because it was a bunch of these art collectors who all had a bunch of Limpica's art. So to see this woman's art is on display. Mm-hmm. Like the character I play, like I'm seeing her on the walls. It was gorgeous. Wow. And I, I, there was just that moment of everybody sat down and I stood up and mm-hmm. I was like, uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. That's how it be. I mean, not even we not even in the kitchen. Like we not. It's just white yeah, people. That, that's actually get the fuck out. That, wow. Yeah, yeah. I that's felt, what that gets. Get I, the fuck out. I was telling uh, Matt Gould, uh, composer. I was like, it's so weird. I know I belong in this room, but there's always that feeling when you're in rooms like this where you kind of feel like you don't belong because mm-hmm. no one else looks like you. And I immediately said, hmm. As a woman who is attached to this show, who knows that I will be doing this show for quite some time, I need to already start seeing how I can get more black people into the room. Mm-hmm. Like I need to already start emailing the producers and saying you know what I saw on Tuesday I don't want to see that ever again yes like I'm making that a part of my work to make sure that these rooms have more people that look like me in it because that was just disgusting um and I love everybody and I love the production team and I love everyone but it's we have to start now like I can't wait until we're on Broadway to be like so what's the discount code for the blacks no it's like from right jump, here right now we need we to make start because yeah. the creative team is diverse the cast is extremely diverse but then we have to do these events for fancy people who have money and it's like they're also people of color who have money it's black people and Latinx people who have money like let's mm-hmm. get them in the rooms because that's why these shows go to Broadway and then there's no black people in the audience or no people of color in the mm-hmm. audience because we don't advocate for them in the beginning from our marketing standpoint from mm-hmm. our outreach like mm-hmm. huh. so that was a moment of like joy because I know where my next job is coming from and I you know I've worked hard mm-hmm. to get this role but Absolutely. I'm also the only black girl in this room so yeah, those no. moments get the fuck out of don't me don't they Mm-hmm. Scare me, frustrate damn. me, drain me. Honey, 
All of Child. it. Shit. All, All of, of it. it. It's okay. Woo. We still here. We still here, and we going into okay. a new week. Aha, a new so week. Let's get it. A new hey. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I guess maybe. A brand new day. Maybe we should jump into a hot topic. Ooh, that was good. Can yes. we go right there? That was yes. good. Can we go into a hot topic? Can I switch it up? I thought I'd switch it up. Ooh. Let's go into hot topics okay. first. Okay. Yes, ma'am. When the light skins away, the cats yes. won't play. Um. <laughs> 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 I love the sound of my cat. <laughs> Danya, Danya, Danya. Okay, we had a couple, a couple hot topics this week. This was kind of a slow news week, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So first hot topic is MGM announced the cast for yes, respect. The, they did. the new Aretha movie. It's full of chocolate Broadway magic. Directed by Lizzo Tommy. First of all, we're starting off with Lizzo Tommy. Congratulations, because mm-hmm. she is, an, she is out here doing this. She shit. really is. Let's just talk about how she out here doing this shit. Okay. Now, yes, they got a lot of fancy, uh, you know, Forrest Whitaker and Marlon Wayans. Congratulations to y'all. But let's talk about our people. We got Audrey McDonald. Yes, we Sekhan do. Sekhan Yes, we do. Haley Kilgore. Yes, we do. Titus Burgess. Yes, we do. Is that Heather Hadley? I didn't even yes, see her name before Heather Hadley. Yes, God. I mean, they they did that right. They stacked that it is, that. It blew so my mind. They stacked it I said all it. of these theater motherfuckers mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. in this film. Oh, and the little girl. I don't know. Let me find her name because I have Come to on, read that. Come on, little girl. It's the little no, girl. Wait. She's playing young Tina Turner in Tina on Broadway. Come on, little black girl. I just have to find her name so I can see it. Uh, yes. Sky Dakota Turner. Yes. There it is. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's, that's this chock is full. spectacular. It is. Loving it. Yeah, I just like, want to make sure I said everybody's names out loud because that's really no, no, can I ask a question? Because yes. I thought, okay, so I, when I saw this come out, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking for Cynthia's name because she That's did that. That's co- different. What is, what is, is so, this another movie yeah, that she's doing? So it's National Geographic is right. doing That's an Aretha right. moment. So it's a whole nother That's thing. That's so true. It's just two That's Aretha's so at the yeah, same yeah, time. I forgot about okay, that. So, yeah, so, so this movie Cynthia, is Jennifer Hudson. Oh, uh, thank God. It's playing Aretha. Well, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh, 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 I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 the, the community, uh-huh. Black Twitter, uh-huh. Uh, the, the Negroes have for a very long time been saying Miss Jennifer Hudson. Should and we will. require right. and uh-huh. but before Aretha died, Aretha said it. We so we, have so we know said, she, sealed. it was signed, sealed, and delivered. delivered. That's right. what I'm it's saying. Right. We said what right. we said, and so when right. when Cynthia had her moment, yeah. I said to my I said, so uh-huh. wait a minute, right? Because we have said but, what we said. Because I don't know what that other one is. This is no shade to that. I just know I don't know what it is. Listen, it's just. My good girl, my good girl Cynthia can sing many things, oh. and I love to hear her sing all of the things that she sings. Good night. However, Miss Miss J. Hud, uh-huh. we have re- we have said uh-huh. what we said, so I'm glad to know they heard what that, we said. I'm glad they, they heard did. what we said. Okay. Amen. I, I just I had, had to look it I up. Said, okay. So okay, it's a TV series. National Geographic Channel has found its queen of soul for the next installment of its genius anthology series. Mm -hmm. So genius Aretha will feature her biggest recordings and I guess it's it's I guess it's just a TV series. About... Amber still look perplexed as she's reading well, it. Well, because it, it doesn't. I don't know like, anything. Wait, what is happening? National Geographic. I, I, so Cynthia's National Geographic. Yeah. Okay, so she's doing like a series. It's a TV series. Wait, National doesn't don't National Geographic do like Earth and shit? Yeah, that's why I'm confused because I was like, that's why my face was confused. Now listen, you know that they've been they've been up in in the in the Africa. Yeah. In the Africa taking pictures of the little black babies. Like, yeah. ooh, what is happening? 
happening. Exotic creature. National I don't know. I guess they do a genius series and they look at different genius. Is it like scripted? No. Okay. So okay. Last last thing I will say regarding that is that. Let's the princess is so perplexed. I'm just, Googling. Sorry, keep listen, going. Listen, Google away because we all require answers. Jeez. But the th- I think the thing that like is sort of is sort of sitting with me uh-huh. while, while my good girl Cynthia, once again, she sings the things and I love that she sings the things that she sings. I do have questions regarding now, are we just going to ignore all of the like black American as well as like full figured black women out there who are not like a size two and are like I just I have questions now listen my good girl Cynthia once again she can sing what she sings and I'm not gonna get out here getting shot by people by the the Broadway black community oh that won't happen Mm -hmm. but I just do I just I do have some questions about like how we are casting our stories and our narratives we are Mm -hmm. casting Based oh see I let me okay I have to mm, okay on. backtrack no Take because a let the I don't want to say we are not casting based on talent it's not that I just I think our priority is not always what do they look like what, you know what I'm no it, it is very much about saying? the box office but it, that, I, mean, I think that's yeah. also that's why I'm yeah. like I think the work that I'm very interested in doing is much more about like reclaiming theater and film yeah. and TV as an yeah. art form as yeah. like mm-hmm. how like we need to be looking at the importance because we have proved time and time again that when you make art that is specific you bring in the audience that you're asking for I think that too often we're kind of like doing these sort of like okay we're gonna get these people who are gonna bring these names who are gonna bring it in but then we're not actually looking at like what happens when we cast these bodies and these people because it's white people and they don't care and they don't care I mean, that's, that's it. sad I mean, but I, 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 now listen now listen once again yeah. we ha- like we as black people are so damn talented uh, like yeah. we will make magic out of anything mm-hmm. yeah but I do think that at some point we do need to be starting to have more and more conversations as we are like growing as 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 our as the space that we take up grows as we occupy more spaces that you know, at, at all levels, right? Quote unquote, if we are to think of this as levels. But as we occupy more and more space and as we are more and more public, I think that it is important that we start talking about like, okay, so how many trans women have to say something before? So how many like mm-hmm. fat black women uh-huh. have to say something before? How many dark skinned women have to say something before? You know, know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it just seems to be happening. Like I, I, I want, I crave and desire freedom for my people and for all of our people. Mm-hmm. I do also crave freedom for all of our people mm-hmm. and not just the select few. And mm-hmm. I think that's why we just have to create our own shit because mm-hmm. also just true. to keep trying to convince white people that we are talented or worthy is just exhausting and it's unnecessary. And it's, it's, a, it's a waste You know of time. what I mean? I, I, I've had this, this week for me, I there was something I was attached to that I was on hold for and got released because I was the director's number one favorite pick, but the studio was like, mm, she's not famous, who is she? And it's like there's so many people who get passed up for who, like, that's why people quit this business. Yeah. Because I'm not chasing fame, but it seems like in order to make money and work, I mm-hmm. have to be famous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have to be concerned about the fame, even though that's not what I want, because if you won't give me the opportunity to get famous, how can I work? But I'm not chasing fame. So what the fuck do I do? What do I do? I keep doing good, honest work, but like, I can't get jobs because I'm not fit. It's the most fucking ridiculous, mm-hmm. stressful shit that I'm like literally this week. I had one of those like, I just can't do this no more moments mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. There, it's literally the one thing I have no control over yeah. how famous I am. I can't really control that unless I'm out here like Kim Kardashian or some hawking shit to be famous. But mm-hmm. that's not what I do. That's not who I am. That's not what I want. But 
I can't tell you how many times in the past year I have been there. Mm-hmm. The screen test, the the we are just waiting on the studio to say yes. Honey, the, mm-hmm. We are you are Listen. on hold, and they're like, you were the number one pick, but you you just don't have a Tony nomination, or you just aren't a Tony winner, or you just aren't. that shit will make you want to kill. How people. else do I win a Tony? How I mean, uh-huh. so it's just a time waiting game, but also create your own shit. Like it's just Billy well, Porter I, once said to me, "You just gotta your job mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. to." Not lose your mind while they figure this shit out. Ooh. And it's Ooh, like, I love that, that really is That's it. Like, I'm gonna be over here. Oh, I'm gonna be over here minding my business, creating my own shit, writing my own shit. And once y'all figure out I'm the hot shit that I've been all this time, I mean, congratulations and welcome. You're mm-hmm. late as fuck. But it's like, you just gotta mm-hmm. keep in your lane. Don't be letting these people sidetrack you mm-hmm. because this shit is like, oh, y'all is fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, and I think it's so interesting, right? Because we talk a lot about like staying in your lane and what does that look like, mm-hmm. as, like as black folks specifically when, you know, when because there are like I and I and I hear the narrative like we need to create our own shit, but also I also hear the narrative of there are, like some black folks who are like I don't have like a passion talent or desire skill. to do anything You're else. Absolutely right. And so I think that well, and so I think that like expanding that like because like now listen I'm a I'm a multifaceted nigga. That's just mm-hmm. who I always have been. Mm-hmm. I'm like all right, so I like I like I can write some shit, so I'm gonna write some shit. And mm-hmm. then people are like oh we like it. You know it's like that that that's always been me. I've always been like I never want to have to audition for like black dancer number four who fuetes and jumps and splits mm-hmm. and like shines mm-hmm. for black, for white people like I've never wanted to do that and so I always wanted to have the choice to walk away mm-hmm. and so to do that I knew that I had to like I've I've there I've made choices like coming forward about Atlantic and continuing to come forward about it I mean like I could never work at a big theater because of that mm-hmm. I cannot care about that because I they, they you have not paid me and near enough to own my soul mm. you have not paid me near enough to own my soul Hello. I am a free word. I am a free black woman you will not take me you mm-hmm. cannot take me Amen. and so I think that through that I think that also with what with that what that means for us I think that is as we are making our own shit right and what that looks like I think is not just about like you know like creating like writing or directing mm-hmm. or things like that mm-hmm. I think it also looks like how are you enjoying your life what are you doing that allows you to enjoy your mm-hmm. life outside of what you do? Mm-hmm. Because I think that is actually something that I'm trying to do a lot more work on recently because I think that every year I have another revelation that it's like, oh, I'm such a workaholic that mm-hmm. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I do mm-hmm. when I'm by myself and mm-hmm. alone with myself. Yep. And so I think that part of our getting free is on, is is what are you doing that feeds your soul that is outside of what you do? Because most people don't know who they are outside of their mm-hmm. gig. And that, and that, and that mm-hmm. is how we are trained yes, to be absolutely like, I, w- I mean i would like I, I i didn't i didn't go to i didn't like get a playwriting degree or anything like that but i would also assume it's the same for for playwrights for anyone else who is not like a performer it's mm-hmm. still that training of like you have to be in this one particular line. it's why people who are playwrights and actors or actors and uh-huh. always have a harder t- seem to have a harder time because people will be like oh so you've stopped acting right it's like no. i was acting two weeks ago right. i'm just doing a project mm-hmm. right now it's just you know, tuesday this is exa- what i'm doing on tuesday exactly exactly <laughs> right you know <laughs> It's like, like, but I think that, that is the, but I think that that's the thing, right? It's like, how are you feeding your soul outside of what you do? Yeah. Because I think that through that, it, one, it's that coconut oil on your soul mm-hmm. that means that you can go into this. If 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 all you want to be is an is is an actor is a performer, I think that you have to put that coconut oil on your soul. You have to be, and you have to do that through taking care of yourself outside of what you do, yeah. so that when you go into the room, they never have you. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. never have your soul. Yeah, they can they they can tell you like how to jete, how to da, 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 and you will do it because you're talented. Yeah. but you never have to give them your soul. Mm-hmm. That's it. Two things. 
yes and Mm -hmm. and with being able to cultivate a space for you um also and i i i talk about this often the power of community right and like how necessary it is for us to be able to um see ourselves reflected in the people around us and like what does that look like if if with what you're talking about amber in terms of like creating things on your own like if you don't write if you don't direct like who in your community does that right Hello? like how can you all come together mm-hmm. to do this thing because like, the ones does, right need people exactly. to say the words like like mm-hmm. what say does that, that look mm-hmm. like to be able to have a community right that as you're doing the work to grow yourself you're also having a community that's also doing similar work and you can create some amazing ass work from that that was the first thing mm-hmm. the second thing is the title for this episode is coconut oil for your soul okay you write <laughs> that down. so there we go write coconut. that down chris i know you over there drinking liquor what you doing? Chris, what you looking for? Tater chips? He looking for something. Uh, he looking Such a nigga. Nah, I'm looking for something. Nah, I'm looking for something. Just go say that nigga. Nah, I'm looking for something. That is the fucking nigga anthem. It is. That's fine. Like, that's he looking for a bottle of Crown. He looking for a bottle of Crown or him or something. That's fine, Chris. Like, I asked you a question, That's fine, Chris. That's not answer. That's fine. Uh-oh, never mind. Wait a minute, Chris. Whoa. Yikes. Well, thank but you. He bringing give, out give us the Give us the art right now. Uh-huh. You already know. Oh, my God, y'all. That's, that's the drinking game of tonight. Every time he <laughs> say that shit, y'all take a shot of something. Ooh, bring it Ooh, out, Um. Okay, the other hot topic, you and you said that you were very excited about this, so I want you to talk about this, that after 25 years of visionary leadership of Juilliard American Playwrights Program, Marsha Norman um, is announcing her retirement. First of all, can you stop that? <laughs> she, is announcing- <laughs> she is announcing her retirement in May of 2020, and Tanya Barfield, a distinguished playwriting alumna, and former literary manager of the division will be joining in fall of 22. Talk, talk to us about that because you are very thrilled by that. That's literally it. You, <laughs> you said it all. You said it all. So, so here's the thing. Uh, Marsha Norman uh, has been uh, one of the co-heads of the Juilliard Playwriting Department for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, it started out with her and Krista Rang. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about maybe three years ago, Krista Rang stepped down and David Lindsay Abair, who was absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. um, took his place. And so the constant was... Uh, Marsha, yes. the overall constant was whiteness. The overall oh, constant. No, sorry, this that is, just brought me. This is very real. The overall constant mm-hmm. has been whiteness. Mm-hmm. So for any writer of color who came into this space, there was a high probability well, that the individuals who were the head of the table did not understand understood. whatever the work was that this writer of color was creating. Right. And so I'm so excited because Tanya Barfield, being a black woman, is now being able to hold space Come in, right? in a way that has mm-hmm. not existed in 25 years That's for Juilliard's playwriting program. That's amazing. So it was long overdue. Amen. I am grateful that it is happening and I am excited for every writer of color especially black women to come into that Mm -hmm. space and to see themselves reflected go the fuck off go the fuck off yes you went through you went through their program correct yes I did so can you can you talk to me because I think this is a lot of work that I had to do when I and I kind of mentioned it but when I first moved to like New York City mm-hmm. like I feel like I mean I know that you went you, you are sporting your Howard you yeah know. hey you so, <laughs> <laughs> so but do you feel do you how, 
in moments like this, what is what are some of your feelings around it? Like, because I think that like I am personally having like going through um, an experience of not only looking back and seeing that like the institution that I was a part of for four years mm-hmm. is now like much blacker than it ever was mm-hmm. while I was there, mm-hmm. but that it also now is like bringing in like black guest directors and mm-hmm. black like alumni who are mm-hmm. who are choreographing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, like there, like I think that something that I'm like working on as a human being mm-hmm. is not being resentful of that no. but I think that, that it's like but I think like you know because it, it's like it, there it, and like like I, I I've had moments where I've like I had like one moment where I like went back and I was in I was in the area and mm-hmm. so like I like stopped by the school and I was resisting within myself the need to perform my own success because of how often mm-hmm. I was told that I would be completely unsuccessful and I had to remind myself you know this is that my heart song like my heart is more they do not own my heart. They mm-hmm. do not own my soul. So I don't owe them anything. I don't need to perform anything for them or to prove anything to them. Yeah. But there, but like, do you feel any sense of like, like, I love that you're able, I, I, I guess like more, I'm just reacting to like how awesome I think it is that you're able to celebrate mm-hmm. a moment like this in, in its totality. Like, is there any sort of resentment or any sort of like, I wanted that to be there while I was there. Why mm-hmm. wasn't it? Like, is, is any of that there for you? Or are you just an amazing person? Um, I may just be a bad person. I'm no, totally no, 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 not at all. Um, and so I had to do a lot of work of like navigating through the multiple trauma I experienced there. Um, and I talked about it uh, quite often on this show. Um, and so... I think if it was any resentment or like, damn, I wish it was so small and it was so minute um, because like now I'm going to just keep it real. Mm-hmm. I'm in a place in my career where I'm good. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello. I'm good. And I love to see it. I, I started to get into a place in my career before I even got accepted into Juilliard. So while I was there, I knew that I was going to be good. Um, yes, it would have been amazing to see myself reflected in one of the heads um, of the uh, program, but I didn't. Um, I use my voice quite not just on the page, but in the actual space to, to talk about how this is fucked up mm. and what is being done to change this. And it doesn't it doesn't need to be me to change these things. It needs to be you to do things to change. Um, and so with all that being said, now I really am in a space of absolute excitement Um and I think about my second year there, uh, one of the uh, first years, uh, a black woman playwright, Ebony Booth, was mm. the first black woman mm. playwright um, yes, to be accepted at Juilliard in over like a 10 to 15 year period. Damn. That is ridiculous. <sighs> and see, I think that's the thing. That's why I have such a hard time. Like, I think that it's like I... I I celebrate, but then there's always that moment like right underneath it whenever mm-hmm. I hear about like the first, mm-hmm. the first, mm-hmm. the first. And I'm like, come on, y'all. And then, but then it's like that. Then it's like, I'm like, okay, so let's roll back. Like how many years has it been mm-hmm. that it, there has not been a one, mm-hmm. a single one? And often, I mean, quiet as it's kept, often when it, it's the first, it's the first of color. Period. Yeah. I mean, it's usually the first. We are usually the first. Uh-huh. That's real. Hello. That's yeah. 100% but real. usually it's even the first of color Period. even. Uh-huh. And so I think that like there's this, I, I, I love this place that you're in and I'm like just, I'm like soaking up that energy for myself and my mm-hmm. own heart and my own coconut oil, That's you know, hard. just because I think that it is like how, it is just so hard to figure out how to release, um, how to like, 
release that trauma and just be excited for who is to, for who is to come after because I think that while I was there like you know I came back and everyone was like oh yeah I think like you know like now students are like all of a sudden there were all these students like talking about you know oh I identify as you know gender mm-hmm. non-conforming and I use they them pronouns and there was like and they li- and literally the teachers were quoting me as like the person who started that for people there and it's like yeah but while I was there I had people I had like y'all pulling me into meetings to say like okay so there's a rumor going on that you're starting transitioning and I wasn't even I had not even named my transness at that Mm -hmm. point you know and so it was like and so I think that there's like this and so just that sense of like there's such joy in celebrating the moment when it happens and there's such responsibility that's suddenly placed on the shoulder mm-hmm. of this person who is the first, mm-hmm. who is like this new, who who holds all of this now weight and mm-hmm. space for folks. Um, and there's also this like real, real resentment, I think, Absolutely. from like being, having gone through and never having had that and how would our lives have been different? Obviously, you know, it's like, I'm, a, I'm like, listen, I'm not, once, like I said, I'm happy with where I'm at. I know I'm on my journey. Mm-hmm. I've got great representation. I've got, I've got great gigs lined up. Like, I know that I'm on my journey mm-hmm. and I feel confident about where I'm headed and what I'm going to do with it. But it is, it is still, you know, you have those moments and you look back and you're like, damn, like, if only I had gone to a, like, what would, how would my life have been different had I gone to a Howard? Mm-hmm. And even then, sometimes I wonder, it's like, had I gone to a Howard, would like my trans experience have been different? Mm-hmm. Like, how would I yeah. have accepted in that space? Or how, like, not to point out your Howard, I was no, just was no, like, yeah. it was right in front He's of me, fine. so I uh-huh. need a reference, you mm-hmm. know? But like, it, it is that, it's just that sensation of like, damn, like, what, what if? What if? What if? I think there's a, there's a, I call it like a little bit of a Martin Luther King that we all have to kind of experience those of us who are out here working for change is that the work we do, we may never ever see the bit mm-hmm. of the fruits of our labor. And that's like a part of it. Yeah. Exactly what that's you said. Like real. we out here working, we may be dead before the shit actually happens. We may never get to see it, but that like, that's kind of what we're here to do is to get our hands dirty so that those who come behind us don't have to go through the same shit we did. Absolutely. We all, even at Howard, even other shit I've been through in my life, there's still a lot of fucking what ifs or like I look back and like, oh y'all got all this shit. Y'all got Money, y'all got Vic, mm-hmm. y'all got facility, all kind of shit. Yes, that, y'all got facility. Y- you know what I mean? Hello. They got grants and shit. The man uh-huh. who came to did he come with the went to Morehouse and and gave pa- all, pay, took all they long. Shoot. Look at them. Oh, Look Lord at them kids. You. And all then student debt, and gone. then he extended it like gone. a couple weeks ago, he extended it to their parents' student loans and shit. Like Ooh. It, how many now people that would have been like listen again. Listen. I don't know if I would have been not my say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would have been not my say with that. I'm gonna keep it real. Can you imagine? Saying, no. Uh, like, how many uh, people's faces uh, are cracked? Absolutely. No, but imagine also if you were like 2018. Oh, yeah. Like one year like before cla- or like after. What you, like, you said that. Like, or, listen, or you had to like take a year off no. and you should have been that year. Right, no. Okay. Listen, class of 2020, they are rolling up. They're like, all right, so what you got? Who coming? Like, and ain't nobody. And it's crickets and tumbleweeds because ain't that nobody coming. The gang. Nobody coming. And then also, like, I'll have to say, like, what is your intention, right? Like, when you are in the space trying to cultivate change, like, what is your intention, right? Yeah. And I think both of what I'm uh, about to say are very valid intentions. Um, if your intention is to make the space better for you in that moment, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If your intention is to make the space better for those who comes after you, mm-hmm. absolutely. If your intention is better to make space uh, better for both you and who comes after you, absolutely. Yep. I'll be 100% real. When I was there, like, being super exhausted and drained and felt like I was hitting wall after wall after wall, my intention was I want to make this space better for who comes after me like that was really mm-hmm. my intention yeah. I didn't think about myself that much and I think that was things that I had to navigate through and like really 
unpack and figure out why in that moment. But I know when I was there, I said, I want to make this space better for those who come after me. So I think that's another reason why I'm so excited and not filled with um, any negative emotions um, as much as I'm filled with the excitement of yes. Mm-hmm. I celebrate yes. that. I but celebrate yeah. that. Let's get it. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so our time is a little bit on the limited side yeah. this week. So how do we want to kind of end this week? Do we? That listener letter was a little problematic for me. Only well, I, there's that. I think I'm the only person who saw the show that was in the mm-hmm. listener letter, and I was not a fan of that show. So I don't know if I want to <laughs> Well, can we end with the game? Yes, we We're can so... certainly end with, uh, you want to end with an I said what I said? Let's end with I said what I yes. said, and we can talk about the We can talk about that. All right, about all right. Off here. So, you want no tea. I yeah, want no tea. I'm gonna change. Come on now. Um, okay, so I I just gonna say I reached back. I reached back for this. I, wait, I have to do it. Like <clears throat> I'm nervous. I said what I said. That was good, right? Oh, 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 ah. Okay. Not. Oh lord. Okay. <laughs> wait a um, minute. I felt it in my spirit. Mm, wait okay. a minute. Okay, I think I know I'm gonna do this one. Okay. Oh no. Ooh. Oh no. So this is a monologue from a show. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying uh, that I had to reach back because I'm I know nervous. I feel like Drew said the other day, like I can't remember which shows we pull monologues from, and uh-huh. I can't because I feel like we do a lot of the contemporary ones. Yes, so we do. That's I'm all I'm so saying. I'm getting so nervous. Okay. Um, I'm gonna embarrass myself. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Oh, like I'm waiting on you. Let me know when you start the clock. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, oh, the clock starts after. So right. you can and, go. And right. how much time do we have? Because we got two Since people today. Two is ninety seconds. Okay. Ooh, let me get that ready. Okay. Um, I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Okay. I think I'm going to do this one because there's two very good ones. It's choices. Okay. Yeah, it was. Okay. Oh, Lord of mercy. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. I don't want to be better than they are. Why should I be better than they are? And better at what? Better at being a doormat? Better at being a corpse? Sometimes I just don't know. We've been demonstrating nonviolently for more than a year now. And all that's happened is that now they'll let us into that crummy library downtown, which was obsolete in 1897 and where nobody goes anyway. Who in this town reads books? For that, we paid I don't know how many thousands of dollars in fines. Jerome is still in the hospital, and we all know that Ruthie is never again going to be the swinging little chick she used to be. Big deal. Now we're picketing that great movie palace downtown where I wouldn't go on a bet. I can live without Yule Brenner and Doris Day. Thank you very much. And we still can't get licensed to be electricians or plumbers. We still can't walk through the park. Our kids still can't use the swimming pools in town. We still can't vote. We can't even get registered. Is it worth it? And these people are trying to kill us, too, and we ain't even got no guns. The cops ain't going to protect us. They call up the people and tell them where we are and say, go get them. They ain't going to do nothing to you. They just dumb niggas. All right, start the clock. You got 90 seconds. Go. Oh, Ask all shit. the questions okay. you need. Okay. Um. It sounds like mm-hmm. it is written by a black woman. Okay. Is it? No. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Okay. But the so person she... speaking is a black woman. Yeah. Okay. Is a black woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was this no, written? actually, this person speaking is Lorenzo, a black man. A black oh, man. Oh, yeah. Lord. Uh-huh. Lorenzo. By... Lorenzo. Wait a minute. Lorenzo. No, no, I know that okay. name. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Is it the written uh, 1950s to... It's a little later, yes, for the 60s. 60s. 64, 64, 64. Okay. Detroit 67? No. Okay. Dominique did not write Detroit 67. I said, when was it written? Not when did it take place? (laughs) And you definitely did say you're not a black woman. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. Okay. Um, Ruthie, Jerome. Mm Mm-hmm. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. I want to go to that movie theater. Y'all got 45 seconds. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. 
This is you can difficult. ask other play questions. You know, uh, it's not okay. It's written by a black man. Mm-hmm. It's not Langston, right? No, okay. not Langston. It's not. But you're in the right uh, avenue. Oh. Okay, um, um, Dutch man? Uh, not Dutch man, but you're yeah, in the no, right no. world. You're in the right space. Fuck. Who's, I, who's one I of them friends? Who's one of the friends? Not um, not him, not, not him, myself. but who's... No, 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 no. James Baldwin. Okay, all right, all James right. James Baldwin. Okay. James. Um, we, Damon Corner. Not Damon Corner. Uh, Keep going, 10 seconds. Oh, uh, is it Damon Corner? What is another one? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Pearly is coming on. Four. Oh, my three, gosh. Two. Oh, my one. gosh. Oh, my The name of this play by Mr. I'm James Baldwin uh, is Blues for Mr. Charlie. No! <laughs> I went back. That was a hard one, though. You did that was go a hard back. Thing is that, that I knew, here's the thing is that I know uh, that fucking monologue. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. part of it's part of all the monologue mm-hmm. books. Fucking Lorenzo, it's mm-hmm. always blue. Mm-hmm. Do we get like partial credit? I said James Baldwin. I, I had to help you pull for him, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did that. <laughs> I love wait, you guys. Wait, that wait, was no, great. Wait, let's play the other game so I can try to re. re- I want to get back. But no, what's this association game? Oh what's that one? I want to do that one. Oh I can, my god! I can link niggas together. God damn it! Don't do this to me. I can't go out like this. Guys, we have god like damn. 60 seconds left. But first of all, this was a great episode. Can it we say really that? It was. Had damn. a fucking blast. And, and and before we go, I have mm-hmm. to shout someone out. Please shout them out. Her name is Alexis Ward. Hey, Brandon Alexis. Brandon met her in Chicago. Chicago. She saw the preview, the first preview of A Sugar in Our Wounds, mm-hmm. and she listened to the podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. She's so excited and hyped for the podcast Aww. that when she saw Brandon, she mm-hmm. started crying. Oh, wait. Oh. That's how much she loves the podcast. That's like oh, when you love so Beyonce, sweet. but you see Jay-Z. Exactly. You start crying because you saw Jay-Z. Like, and Beyonce ain't even there. Was ex- <laughs> she was so excited. And like Brandon last night Brandon sent me like all these, uh, Brandon <laughs> sent me all the, right? Sent me all all these photos of like coming her hugging Aww. her like looking like she was in tears oh shout she out said to she you sis Alexis Ward yes, Alexis. in Chicago shout out to shout you out. Shout out. that's adorable amazing so I just wanted to give her that shout that's adorable. out before we end Alexis shout out yes. to you Alexis well this has been a great week yes this has been a great episode yes. thanks for having me thank y'all. you so much thank for being thank you for coming here. applause applause gun marks yes Bob, all of it all of it I'm delighted and yes. ashamed to have brought the light skin energy into your life. No, it's okay. Yes. We love the balance. We love the balance. We need it. We need it. You already know. I am dead. I am weak. Good night. Same here. Um, we did it, y'all. We did it. We did this Thank episode. you all for listening to this week's episode of Off Book by Broadway Black. Anything else he said? I don't know what he said at the end. What did he say? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think that's it. Okay, Chris. And I'm lying because I just want to go home so <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding that's what he's trying to do what you mean I'm fucking around I'm fucking around that's what he's trying to do Nicolene. Chris with the Nicolene and then we just say our names end it right 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 Don, uh, you are I am Donye you already know love and our guest for the week is Ian Field Stewart and of course always your chocolate queen Princess Amber Iman. we love y'all bye, bye niggas <laughs> 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 Hi.
Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Gapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.